The Rebel Leadership Podcast, a refreshing take on authentic leadership told through real stories. Let's smash the status quo and change how leaders lead once and for all. Think back to the time when we used to fly on airplanes regularly. The flight attendant comes on, they instruct you to put your oxygen mask on first before assisting others. Because if you run out of oxygen, you can't help anyone else with their oxygen masks anyway. Being a leader is rewarding, it's challenging, it's meaningful, but it can also be mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausting. On today's episode of the Rebel Leadership Podcast, we're talking to Alana Traeger. She's a certified health coach from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. After years of battling painful symptoms and misdiagnoses from countless physicians, Alana took the health into her own hands. She learned to investigate and treat the root cause of the symptoms she was experiencing to heal her body. So today, she's giving leaders a healthy dose of that reality check in this episode. How do you take care of your mind and body throughout the day? Like, Think of all the things that happen in your day from the notifications that you get and the emails that you get and the the sounds and the feelings and the energy around you and like how your body is at the core Mm -hmm. of that feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes it's, it can be an outer body experience when you're going through your day. Like even for me, when I wake up in the morning, I, first thing I do, I crack my eye open and open my emails. It's almost like the second you open your eyes, you look in your phone and you're just go, go, go until finally you get Mm. into bed at night. So it's best practice when you're health coaching, when you're talking to people, when you're having a meal to literally sit down, take a deep inhale, exhale, and then eat. But why? So this is going to get kind of nerdy. Um, So our biggest nerve in our body is called the vagus nerve. And that nerve connects your brain and your stomach. So I think relatable for everyone is they when you get anxious your stomach hurts or when you get nervous your stomach hurts um I think I noticed this honestly in high school before I was going out onto like the cheer- cheerleading mat mm-hmm. um you just notice like oh my god my stomach <laughs> hurts why and it's because you're nervous the second you get off the mat you feel totally fine afterwards so you know it's taking, this perception of not feeling good it's a perception totally yeah. and it's that nerve that connects your brain with your stomach so If you are not taking a breath, activating your brain, calming down, you're rush, rush, rush eating and your stomach is not digesting. You're not in like a rest state. You're in a anxiety, you know, fight or flight state. Yeah. And it's not just eating. It's from, you're very true. Like from the minute you wake up, Mm -hmm. the first thing I do is reach for my phone. Yep. Um, And that is horrible when you think about it. Yeah. It's like you don't even get a chance to... Like, get out of bed and brush your teeth Yeah, before you compose yourself. Mm-hmm. And I looked in the mirror the other day after realizing I was just doing that. And it was like, I need to take a minute for myself. Yeah. You kind of give, as a leader, you give so much of your brain and your energy and your body and your mannerisms mm-hmm. and, um, and yourself to everybody else. And mm-hmm. especially as a mom, you're giving all of yourself to these little humans who rely on you. Yeah. But you're leaving so little yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when it comes to health coaching, it's both physical and mental, I think, when it comes to leadership. Looking at it from the perspective of someone that looks up to a leader, 
if they're not taking care of themselves, it sort of makes it hard for you to not not necessarily look up to them, but it's it makes you worry. Like if they don't have enough time to really take care of themselves, it's it's you know should I be raising my hand and doing more to help, or at least that's how I am because I'm very I feel hmm. like I have em- like empathetic feeling yeah. towards people, maybe too much sometimes. But to me, if I see you especially because you're so like bubbly and happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. So if I see you really stressed to the point where you're, you know, shoveling food into your mouth, to me, I'm like, what can I be doing to raise my hand Right, you more? almost feel like you're not doing enough. Exactly. But that's not the intention. Right. So it's like, I think there's also something about this that people are watching mm-hmm. more than you think they are. Absolutely, yeah. I think with leaders, especially people don't, and I'm big fan of the podcast, honestly. So I've listened to a few times you've said, in your podcast that as a leader, you don't realize how much people are looking up to you day to day. If I see someone rushing, not taking care of themselves, I'm, it irks me as a health coach, but also as someone who is on this team and wants to help and is a hand raiser and is an empath and I feel bad for people. Yeah. Um, it just makes me want to jump in and, and help. When I was going through getting certified as a health coach, I you know, they have a lot of people to come and talk and give their experience. And it can be overwhelming because they'll tell you things like you need to go outside and spend, you know, 20 minutes a day in the sun. You need to have this Wouldn't that be lovely? Right, exactly. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I have a full-time job. I, you know, I have a dog who isn't a a kid, but she still needs me to depend on. I have, you know, someone that I live with. I have Things that I you have, have responsibilities, and it's also dead of winter. So yeah. what am I supposed to do? Not yeah. all of us live in California and are you know influencing for our lives. So it, it does get overwhelming, you know, for for me as you know, even like mid level leadership here, yeah, even only having a couple people that report to me, it's still sometimes how am I going to juggle all of this stuff and drink enough water? Refilling your water is the last thing on your mind when. Like the other day, you you said to us, I have to be somewhere in a meeting. And then you were so engrossed in the meeting that you looked up and literally I heard you say under your breath, where am I supposed to be right now? And it's like, I'm thinking <laughs> oh my to myself, gosh. oh my God, I feel so bad that you're just like one to the next. There's no time to even think to fill up water or take a true inhale, exhale. What are some tips and tricks that leaders can use in their day-to-day lives to take those pause moments for themselves to be their best selves in the next meeting they have to go into. Yeah, I think, I know I keep bringing up breath and breathing, but I really think that it does have an impact um, to just take a very, to sit there and just take a very deep inhale, exhale, um, and not in a dramatic, like, oh, sigh way. (sighs) Right, but... (laughs) And actually, I'll tell you a a short anecdote, too. So before I got into all of this, I've always struggled with anxiety, depression, all that stuff. And I noticed, I forget how old I was, but I noticed that I had such bad knots in my shoulder blades. I was constantly shrugging. And luckily, I have two friends who are physical therapists. I ended up going to get treated by them. And they are um, on the holistic side of things, too, naturally. So. Um, you know, they, they got rid of the knots, they treated my shoulder blades and they said, if you don't start breathing with your diaphragm, your stomach, you are going to constantly be shrugging your shoulders to take a deep breath because you, your body's like, I can't get a deep breath. I need that leverage. So you might not realize like when you're, when you are anxious, you're, you're using your shoulders to breathe instead of 
literally sitting there. And if you need to, put your hand on your stomach mm-hmm. and take a deep... And you were a singer, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. how this is. Oh, so I totally that's understand. That's a perfect way to relate it to it. You should feel your belly rising and... Well, well, it's yeah. interesting because body language is a huge part of leadership. Mm-hmm. You may be verbally saying something that you think you're effectively communicating, but yeah. but the people around you are watching yeah. your interactions. And so if you're doing things like shrugging your shoulders or hunching over or or just looking mm-hmm. defeated a little bit or tired, yep, right? Um, people around you are going to pick up on that energy. So energy is a big part of this. And yes. to be healthy truly means giving off good vibes. Even if you just sit for five minutes the day. Um, I think one of my therapists actually recommend recommended to me when I first started, can you sit for just a minute and breathe and not think? And I, I looked at her and I'm thinking, yeah, it's just one minute. Um, and then I went home and it was very humbling to try to sit there and I have like one eye peeked open. I'm staring at the phone, the timer. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry. What am I going to eat for dinner? (laughs) Like, so, you know, you're not really, it it seems like it's so easy one minute, but it's it's very hard to get through it. So I think what I do when I know I'm going to have a stressful day is I, I do try my best to just take five minutes and just sit and breathe. And I use guided meditation too because, yeah. again, my, my mind races a yeah. lot. Um, so just any sort of, even if you don't call it meditation, just taking time to, to breathe. Yeah. And being active too. So there's that side of it, but we both share a bond over Peloton yes. <laughs> um, and really love that community feeling. Mm-hmm. But I think what I love most about it, and I don't know if you share the same feeling, is like that is my time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing a workout, or for me it's running, um, when I'm when I'm doing that in that community setting and I'm getting inspired, that's when my best thinking flows. So after mm-hmm. my workouts, mm-hmm. I said, this is like a weird behind the scenes peak but I send myself crazy amounts of emails with random thoughts after I work out almost every time interesting so almost all of my big ideas come from when I'm disconnected yep so either I'm driving by myself when my husband's taking the kids to school or I just finished a workout I have tons of emails to myself with like little bite-sized thoughts that's when I start like activating things Mm -hmm. And it comes in blasts because that's when when you're able to disconnect or you're able to re-energize through exercise or Mm. through meditation, then all of a sudden your energy is back to life. And it happens every single day. Mm -hmm. So when you are running or doing the Peloton or whatever exercise, are you thinking about, like, is your mind racing with these things or are you truly able to disconnect? A little of both. Yeah. Um, but I get a lot of inspiration from that guided exercise. Right. So the things they say in exercise about motivation, like mm. you can push through this. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Pick up the heavier weight. Yeah, that's Right. True. So my expectations as a leader are very high. Mm-hmm. And I know that. My expectations of the people around me are very high. Mm-hmm. But I do believe everybody can rise up. And so in those moments, like I am the person being coached mm-hmm. and led. Yep. And said, no, you can push. You can run faster. You can run harder. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be pretty. You're right. going to be winded at the end, but you're going to feel amazing. Right. And That's every funny. time at the end of your workout, yeah, it might not have been pretty. It might not have been your fastest or best run, but you did it. You right. finished it and you rose up to the occasion. Mm-hmm. It's being comfortable with being uncomfortable is really what it is. And 
I, when I started doing yoga, they would say that all the time when we were in poses. And I used to take it very literally, thinking this is very uncomfortable when I'm in this pose. <laughs> but you realize it in real life when you start to get get older, get thicker skin, and you're you're realizing exactly what you just said. You're being comfortable with being uncomfortable. You're pushing through awkward conversations all day long. Yeah. Things that leaders have to, to deal with. Um, and doing it with grace can be hard if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not in the right mental state. Yeah. So it's kind of the call to action to all leaders listening is really take a hard look at what you are putting into your body and your mind every single day. Mm -hmm. Definitely. What are some ways um, that they can go about doing that and having that realization moment? Unfortunately, we live in a world where if you, at the end of the hectic days that we're both talking through, someone has a headache and you just pop an Advil or pop an ibuprofen and you know you go to sleep and you wake up you have the same headache nonstop, and it's constantly treating the symptoms and to me something that I'm very passionate about is why don't you take a step back and think about why am I getting this headache every day what is what is the root cause of why I'm having these symptoms um and I think that relates even to business too and something that I think I even heard you talk about recently where it's like, how do we, instead of just, you know, putting Band-Aids on symptoms. Whack-a-mole. Yeah. The whack-a-mole, right. Mm-hmm. How do, instead of putting Band-Aids on symptoms, why don't we figure out what is the root cause of this even happening? Um, so I think that, you know, that is what the basis of health coaching is built on is, you know, and I personally went through it myself where I was having constant symptoms for my whole life. And I just heard, you know, my parents saying, oh, that used to happen to us too. Just take X, Y, and Z. And that's not enough for me. And naturally, as a rebel, I sort of rebelled against that. Like, no, I want to figure out what is actually going on with my body and how to get to the root cause of it. And there's things that you can do, like, you know, working with, even if you don't want to work with a practitioner, you think about, you know, what are the different um, nutrients I'm missing out on? How do I figure out what I'm putting into my body? Like, that's really going to affect my brain power. So if you're eating you know, fast food every day and you're not taking it and you and then you have a stomach ache. It's hard for me to feel bad for you because you're not <laughs> paying attention to what you're putting into your body. And it just takes a little extra more prep work to to say, OK, I know I'm going to be busy today. I'm just going to put like vegetables. Yeah. And it's bed. not just food. Yeah. It's like what you're putting into your body are sounds mm-hmm. and notifications yeah. and constant running around. Yep. So I think a tactical thing leaders can do is run through their day and write it down. Mm, Yeah. When you wake up, what happens? From the moment you wake up to the end of the day, what are the sounds that Mm. surround you? Is it your alarm clock goes off? Then it goes off three times because you hit the snooze button. Then you check your emails. You might have a ping in Slack. You might um, have an urgent feeling from a client that you you need to solve. There's probably an employee situation that you need to deal with that you want to make sure they're feeling good and happy and maybe correct something you said the day before. Mm -hmm. Then your baby or your kid starts crying and they're demanding breakfast fast and you're turning on a TV show. Your gaslight is on Your gaslight is on E. You're sprinting from the minute you wake up Mm -hmm. to the minute you go to bed. Mm -hmm. And that is also what we are putting into our bodies. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's everything. It's the the light, the the screens that we're looking at constantly. 
And then people are saying, I'm not sleeping. I'll just take a melatonin. It's like, no, think about what you're doing to your body and give yourself a break and just take the time to separate yourself if you can from those things. And I know, you know, we you, you brought up Peloton and something that they always say is, this is five minutes out of a 24-hour day or this is 30 minutes out of a 24-hour day. And it sort of makes you feel motivated, but also a little guilt on the days yeah. where you're, you just feel like you can't do it. You, I don't have time. I don't have time. You, you have to make the time for yourself. And it can be easier for, you know, someone who doesn't have two kids to say that. I know that that's, and I'm sensitive to that because my sister has three children, so I can't No, but it's not about comparing. It's not about comparing. It's about everybody has their own unique combination of Mm -hmm. what is going into their lives. You have your own stressors. You have your own situation. This is not about stacking up who's busier or who's more stressed. Right. I think you're totally spot on Yeah. that we really need to take that moment to take a deep breath, Mm -hmm. look at our surroundings, and what can we control Mm -hmm. about our own environment that no one else can? Well, that's you brought up control. That's a huge thing right now. We can't control the craziness of 2020, but you can control the things you can control. You can control that you are, you know, not sitting down taking a breath before you eat. You can control, you know, waking up a little bit earlier to make time so that you're not eating in the car on the way to work. You can control taking five minutes to meditate. So, you know, we can't control things like coronavirus and the election, but it's instead of fixating on those things that we can't control, just it's almost like a worry about yourself type thing. Be selfish is like, I think the biggest thing. And I think leaders probably, I would guess, struggle with not with being selfish because, you know, or good leaders at least struggle with it because it's, you want to take care of everyone else, but you can't do that unless you take care of yourself, just like they say on the airplanes. There's a reason why they say to put your mask on before you put on others. 